I want to tell you and I want to give my testimony. Do you know, ladies and gentlemen, it's many years since I give my testimony. I've been used preaching and teaching and expounding God's word for all these years. But tonight, I feel led to tell you what Jesus has done for me. And he has done wonderful things. My home was wrecked by tuberculosis. And I lost my father and my mother and eventually my sister. And I roamed the streets and I slept in Ormo Park night after night for years. And in those times, God dealt with me. I was brought up in Sunday school in the Iron Hall, and my teacher was Sammy Jemison. And God dealt with me, and he led me and pointed me to Christ. And from that, I began to wander and began to drift all over the city, finding this out, finding that out, wanting to know the question of life. And you know, God dealt with me. And here's a verse that I can say from my heart. And it was said by the psalmist David. He said, when my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up on And you know, my father and mother didn't forsake me. They died before their time. But there was a purpose in their passing because this orphan boy God dealt with and molded and made into the person that he is tonight. I envy your pastor because he's young. I wish I was his age. I wish I could start all over again and do the things that God enabled me to do. And I want to say to everyone in this car tonight, Christ is real. Why don't you come and ask me? I'll tell you. I talked to him in Ormo Park for years. Walked the roads. Two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock. Talked to him. Called upon him. Told him my woes. Told him my worries. Told him about my insecurity. Told him about everything. And you know, he heard me. Ladies and gentlemen, he heard me. No matter what situation you are in, if you call upon him, he will hear you. He will not dismiss you. He didn't dismiss this boy of eight years of age. Yes, eight years of age. And then when he became 13, he baptized him in the Holy Spirit. And he began to reveal things to him at 13. He enabled me to preach my first sermon. And Principal George Jeffries saw me as a boy and took a great interest in me and helped me and encouraged me and guarded me and guided me. And from step to step, God began to lead me. No matter what problem you have out there, and I had many, God can solve them. 
no matter what difficulty you're going through, and I had many difficulties, God sorted them out for me. He guarded me and he guided me. I can tell you tonight that there's a God and he's real and he's lovely and he's wonderful. And listen, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not afraid to tell you that I love him. He was the first person I really loved. I lost my mom, my dad, my sister. But then I met Jesus and I loved him. And he knew something. I knew he loves me. That's the wonderful thing about it. I love him, but he loves me. And that's the marvelous thing that I've had all my life, right to 83 years of age, the knowledge that Jesus loves Jim McConnell. And listen, lady, he loves you tonight, sitting in that car, going through your trials, going through your difficulties. He loves you. You, sir, okay. You may be drunk. You may be enslaved by drink. You may have trouble in your home. Let me tell you, he sees you, and he loves you, sir. He saw this orphan boy. Saw him sleeping in the park. Saw him sleeping for years under a fir tree and called upon him from that fir tree. And you know, he anointed me. He strengthened me. He blessed me. Do you know something? At the age of 13, he anointed me. What do you mean, pastor? I had an experience in Ormel Park when he came upon me from head to foot in the power of the Holy Spirit. And he enabled me to do many things. He enabled me to meet famous people. Not that meeting famous people is anything, but he enabled me to meet all sorts of people from the highest to the lowest. That's what Christ can do for every one of you today. If you call upon him and if you let him. If you'd have saw me at eight years of age and even at 13, you wouldn't have given tuppence for me. You'd have said, there's no future for that boy. There's no future for him. He is nothing, and he is nothing. And you're right, I was nothing. But listen, he found me. He found me, and he changed me. And you know, he loved me. And you know, I'm conscious of that love tonight. That love is wonderful, because his spirit is full of love. And when he anoints you, he's anointing you with love. He's anointing you with his care. He's anointing you with his graciousness. And that's what he done for me. That's how real he is to me. And then out of nothing, he gave me a family. He gave me a wife. He gave me two lovely daughters. He gave me two good son-in-laws. And I have a lovely family, a great family. A boy who had nothing. I've got everything. I'm not a rich man, but I tell you this, I've never starved, I've never been in want. He has met my every need because he's a wonderful Savior and he can meet your need tonight, no matter what it is. Listen, lady, listen, sir. From a young boy to now, any situation I have any care I have, do you know what I do? 
I go out walks and I take Jesus for a walk and I tell him about it. I tell him about it. Say, hockey's not there. He's there. That's why I go out a walk because he's there. Because I tell him and he listens. He listens and he meets my need and he listens to you and he will meet your need. Can you prove it, Pastor? He says in his word, whosoever, that's you, that's me, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Jesus. And that's what the angel, the angel told Joseph. He says, you will call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. And you know, I have learned to call that wonderful name Jesus. Do you know what Solomon said about the name of the Lord? He said, his name is like an ointment poured forth. Isn't that lovely? Christ's name is like an ointment. When I'm in trouble, when I'm going through distress, when of various trials, I call upon that name, and that name is like anointment. It soothes my wounds, it heals my wounds, and it will soothe your wounds and heal your wounds. Oh, I didn't tell you that God gave me the greatest church in Great Britain. I forgot to tell you that. I started in an orange hall. That was the only place I could rent with 10 people. And from 10 people, he gave me three and a half thousand people, and I pastored them for 57 years. God has been good from 10, from nothing, to a multitude. And that young man sitting there is one of them that came to Christ. Many more around the world tonight. There are 65 ministers who were saved in Whitewell. And they went out into the ministry and they're pastoring churches. It's amazing what God can do with you. You might say, Pastor McConnell, I'm nothing. So was I. And I'm still nothing. You see, if he wasn't with me, I'd be finished. I'd be a dead loss. Because he's with me, I have that confidence. Because he's with me, I have that strength. Because he's with me, I can do anything. He enabled me to build one of the greatest churches in Britain. And that church is still there today. And God is working in it. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't know what God is able to do for you if you will only trust him. If you will only call out on his name, he will help you. From those ten people, it just gathered momentum, momentum. And one morning... I was praying, this was a boy of 13. I was praying in my lady's road in Belfast in a little mission hall called the Bible Pattern Church. And, and, and they gave me the job of opening the church doors. And I loved doing it. I felt I was doing something for the Lord. And I opened the door and locked it. But this lady burst in. And I don't know how she burst in. But she was a very influential lady. And she had lovely, long, flowing gray hair. 
And she came over to me. And she laid hands on me. And she says, you will go round the world. I will take you to many countries. And I will use you. And I will bless you. And I will anoint you. Now here was a boy of 13. She scared the life out of me. And then she said, I'm going home to get ready. She was chauffeur driven. She was a very wealthy lady. And you know, every word that she said came to pass. God took me around the world and God blessed me. I'm talking to you and I see a pussy cat walking here. It's amazing. I'll always see a pussy cat, no matter where I am. And there it was. And listen, this is what Christ did for me. He took me around the world. I've preached in nearly every country in the world. And God has blessed me. And God has used me. You don't know what he can do for you. But pastor, I've got nothing. Neither had I. I had nothing. I had no parents. Nothing. He can take you. And he can use you. And he can bless you. Don't despair, lady, tonight. Don't despair, sir, tonight. If you want help, come and talk to me. If you want money, I'll have none. <laughs> but if you want help from Jesus, I can give it to you. It's like what Peter and John said to the lame man at the beautiful gate. He begged alms of them. And you know what Peter said? Silver and gold have I none. I'm the same. Silver and gold have I known. But listen to what he says. But such as I have, give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. And he took the lame man by the hand and lifted him up and were told his feet and his ankle bones received strength. And he began to leap for joy at the greatness of God. God can do the same for you. Our pastor's a pie in the sky. No, it's not. Here I am. Here I am today. Here I am an example. And you know, it's many years since I talk like this and give my testimony. I've preached all my life. I'm just a preacher. But I feel led to talk like this tonight. I really do. I've never done this for a long time. And I'm telling you today, lady, sir, young man, wherever you are, wherever you come from, whether you're Protestant or Catholic, Whatever, he's able to help you. He's able to strengthen you. He's able to encourage you and bless you and meet your every need. And as I told you, he gave me the greatest church in the country. And listen, he gave me some wonderful people as well. When God gives you a church, he gives you great helpers. He gives you great people. And you know, that church, it was estimated to be built at three million pounds. Well, that was a lot of money. Do you know what ended up? 25 million. <laughs> and God met every need of that. We didn't, we didn't plead for money or beg for money. God's people just gave and meet every need. That's how God meets the need. That's how God meets the need. And God met that need of white well. And you know, one man estimated that 50,000 people from we entered into the tabernacle have been soundly saved. And we thank God for that. Oh, may God lead you on with himself. And may God help you. If there's anybody here and you have a problem, come and talk to me. Come and talk to the pastor. 
These pastors here to help you. I remember him coming into Whitewell, broken, and Christ healed him. Broken, Christ healed him. And you may be here sitting in your car, broken, he can heal you. You may be here sitting in your car tonight, absolutely disillusioned, he can come and reveal himself to you as a wonderful and a beautiful Savior. And that's what he did for me. They examined me in Durham Street. Some of you older people will remember Durham Street. When you had TB, you went there. I had to go to be examined. I had to go every three months to be x-rayed. They kept their eye on me and they watched me because my family had been wiped out. And they were frightened that something would happen to me. But listen, Christ touched me in Ormond Park. Christ healed me in Ormond Park. Christ was with me in Ormond Park. Me sleeping out in weather like this, sleeping out, didn't get a cold, didn't get the flu, didn't get anything. He met my every need, and he can meet your every need tonight. He's a wonderful Savior. I can't tell you enough about him. He's lovely, and he's wonderful, and he's gracious. Friend, he can do that for you tonight. I remember, just to tell you how real he is, we had a season of prayer in our church. And that season of prayer was for two and a half years, every night, from 8 o'clock to 9.30. And a faithful band of people, 40 to 50 people, turned out every night seeking God. And what I used to do is, after I got the prayer meeting over, I went home, had tea and toast, and walked the roads. Didn't come home till maybe 3 o'clock in the morning, seeking God, asking him to bless. And one night, I was stopped by the police, and they said, we have been watching you, and we're frightened. The Shankill butchers were busy at that time. There was all sorts of things happening. And they said, something's going to happen to you. I says, it will happen to you, but it will not happen to me because Christ is with me. But they said no. And you know, they used to, listen, this is for weeks. This is the truth. They followed me in their police car. They followed me for miles. And then they used to say, are you finished yet? And I said, all right. And they put me in the car and took me home to eight serpentine road. That was for months. That's how real God is. That's how, and listen, I want to thank the RUC for looking after me. They gave me a lift and it was wonderful. It was great. God did that and they watched me. And you know, they heard me pray. They heard me call upon God. They saw me putting my hands out. They saw me crying. They saw me weeping. They used to say, what sort of young man is this? What sort of man is that? But then they saw the church that God enabled us to build and the work that God enabled us to do. Listen, Christ can do anything for you. Do you hear me, lady? Please hear me. He can help you. You don't know what he has for you. You don't even know your life yet. You haven't lived it out yet. But I'm an old lady of 60. He can give you Lisa life. I'm an old lady of 70. He can give you Lisa life. I'm 80. He can give you Lisa life. What about you, sir? What about you, young man? 
He can give you a lease of life. Look at me. That's a strange saying. That's what Peter and John said to the lame man at the beautiful gate. Look at us. Look at us. Look at me. Look at me. Study me. See what he's done for me. He has done incredible things for me. There's nobody like him. And listen, do you know who, who coined that phrase? It was Hannah, the mother of Samuel. And do you know what she said? There is no one like the Lord. Isn't that fantastic? She said, there is no one like the Lord. I'm going to say it again. And when you go to bed tonight, you'll hear me saying it. There is no one like the Lord. When you're waking up in the morning, you'll hear me saying, there is no one like the Lord. When you're taking your tea and toast tonight, there is no one like the Lord. When you go to work tomorrow, there is no one like the Lord. He can help you. He can strengthen you. He can encourage you. Heed what I'm saying. Heed what I'm saying. It's wonderful. I've seen him do things that people have thought impossible. But he always does things that are impossible. He's a wonderful Lord. And he's a great Lord. And he's a precious Lord. And he's a loving Lord. I'm going to close for a minute. Did, did I talk too long? Hands up here enjoying God's word. Thank you for all your hands. I see them. Thank you. Okay. That's wonderful. Could I just say this to you? I have reached situations in my life that I thought was impossible. But he came and he strengthened me and encouraged me. And you may be in a situation tonight. Why don't you come and let me pray for you? You may be in a situation that there is no way out. There is. He can make a way where there is no way. He can do things that you never dreamed about. Why don't you see me? Why don't you talk to me? Why don't you let me pray for you? Does God hear your prayers? Absolutely. He's heard my prayers from my being a baby. He's heard my prayer as an old lad of 83 years of age. I'm a retired pastor, but that's only a rumor. I'm not really retired. I've preached actually three times today. And God has been wonderful. Listen, sir. Listen, lady. Look at me, please. I'm trying to see you. He's lovely. And he loves you. And he can meet your every need. He's a wonderful Savior. Why don't you trust him? Why don't you come to him? Why don't you love him? Would you do something for me? Would you bow your head in the car? Would you let your window down in your car? Would you? And if there's anybody here and you would love to come to Jesus, would you put your hand through the window and wave it to me? Is there anybody here that would love to come to Jesus? There's one over there. Is there anybody else who'd like to put your hand through the window and say, Pastor McConnell, Will you pray for me? 
Put your hand through the window. Is there one? There's another one. Thank you very much. Is there anybody else? The Holy Spirit is here. You can get saved in the rain. Isn't that lovely? You can get saved in the rain. You can get washed in the blood of the Lamb in the rain. He's a wonderful Savior. God can meet your need. Look at me again. Look at me. I don't care who you are or what you are, Catholic or Protestant, lawyer, lawless, or rebellious. Christ loves you. Christ loves you. Why don't you trust him? Come to me. Talk to me. Talk to the pastor. And let God have his way in your life. Thank you for listening to me. A humble old preacher from Belfast, from the Whitewell Tabernacle. Thank you for coming and listening. And God richly and abundantly bless you. And maybe if I behave myself, your pastor will invite me back again to bring the word of God to you. And it's lovely. He's a lovely Lord. Thank you. You're, you're, you're keeping me here. I, I, I've tried to sit down a couple of times and I can't. He's here and he's here to help you and to guard you and to guide you. I have seen tremendous things taking place. He's a wonderful Savior. Trust him. Trust him today. This is not pie in the sky. This is not a fairy tale. I'm not telling you a fairy tale tonight. I'm telling you that Christ is real. He's as real as these men sitting here. Only he's more real. And he's a wonderful Savior. Thank you for listening. Would you put your hands out in the car like that? Would you? Everybody put your hands out. I'm going to pray. Gracious and eternal Father. Would you bless everyone that's in these cars tonight? Would you bless their homes? Would you bless their families? Will you bless their loved ones? Will you bless their children? Will you be all that they need? Will you guard them and will you guide them? And as a result of being at this lovely service tonight with our young pastor, may you bless them and make them a blessing. Thank you for our pastor tonight. Will you use him, Lord? Will you continue to use him? And I pray that you'll guard him and guide him and protect him. Oh, brother, oh, sister, trust the Lord tonight. He's a wonderful Savior. Thank you for coming to listen to me. And maybe you'll listen to me again. I love you all in the Lord. And I'll be hanging about if you want to talk to me. The Lord bless you. Thank you.